0: Hey, 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 you guys, thank y'all so much for being back on Black Canvas season nine. We have another amazing guest, someone who I admire, He's an amazing artist, and his name is Vera. He is an independent hip hop artist, vocalist, and producer from California. He not only writes about the human experiences of love and heartache, but also about trauma, women's rights, and the way we deem people monsters. He exposes our hearts in ways we feel afraid to say out loud and in turns suits us by embracing the dark and the bliss of life without rejecting the emotions we're taught not to accept in ourselves. He materializes viral moments that ignite connections to his songs, like this letter I write, planet, speak, monsters, and that's you. And I want you guys to please welcome our guest here. Thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for having me, man. Man, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah <laughs> really me too. excited. And you're an amazing artist. And I've been listening to your music nonstop. I've actually had it on Pandora this week at work. So it's really you really are great. Hey, that's what's up, man.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Hey, I appreciate the support. Every every listen counts, you know.
0: Absolutely. And I feel like especially in this industry, you have to be able to support each other and things that are going on. So I created some fun questions. Um, based on some titles or some songs, I think you might know. So we're gonna have some fun.
1: <laughs> okay. 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 That's what's up,
0: man. That's what's up.
1: What's been, uh, oh, what's been in rotation for you? I don't know if it's bad form for me to ask you questions.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, you can definitely ask me questions. What's, I have absolutely no problem with that. What's been in, um, uh, yeah, what's been in rotation for you? you what what you feeling? So, absolutely. So see through me, which is my first question. I like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then disconnect is a really good one as well. So Hey, See? hey, that's what's up, man. That's, that's
1: really cool, too, that those span a very large uh, uh, gap of time. I made Disconnect in, like, the, the spring of 2020,
0: and then I made See Through Me just, like, I don't know, a month or two ago. But I think that's a good thing, though. As an artist, like you want to be able to have longevity in your career, mm-hmm. and so I'm not a rap artist, so I'm not going to try to even do that. But I will say, <laughs> hey, hey, man, you know I can I can throw on a beat if you're trying to spit for us real quick. Oh man, now you don't want that because see. I, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Instead of giving you Biggie, I'll give you Little because I, I I don't have it. <laughs> but yeah, I was laughing. We had a guest on recently and then we started doing it. I was like, it was all a dream. He's like, wait a minute. I was like, I was like we're going to have to stop. Right hey. <laughs> <laughs> wait a but I do have a fun question. So when we talk about like See Through Me, uh-huh. um, if your fans had the opportunity to go backstage with you to see what goes on in the whole recording process what is one thing that they'll be shocked to find out about what goes on in recording?
1: Hmm. That's a good question. I think that, um, I think that initially, at least, you know, maybe up until like a year ago, I think the thing that would be the most shocking to find out um, was just how um, like low budget the operation is. I usually say ghetto. I don't know if that's PC anymore to say ghetto, but it it was a very very low budget like we are just putting together what we have to produce something that um for a lot of people by the time they it makes it to their ears um you know they the average listener just i think assumes like a lot of the music that they hear was just made in a studio um you know mixed by professional mix engineer you know so you know dealing with like uh, very like professional producers and stuff and I guess in a lot of ways I feel like that now but when I was when I I mean even 2020, 2021, even disconnect, you mentioned disconnect, like I mean, if I could like show you a picture of like how the garage looked that I recorded that song and and how like cramped my little space was and I was just over there on this like old laptop that I had from from college that was like really slow and just like by these old like headphones and stuff and um yeah to to think that like songs um that end up having like some level of longevity were like made from like uh those things i think that'd be like surprising for people like it's it really is like not like a a fancy glamorous like setup that i have um and i've really only been in a real studio once in my life Um, everything else that uh, like every every song that i've made um i've recorded like from a home studio setup you know initially it was just like a little like a mic that i would like have at like my sister's house i was living in my car and and when i first started making music and I was just like just like I would just go to my sister's house and just like set up a little mic like in in like what was going to be their uh their nursery for their baby that was on the way and uh and then yeah and then you know since then since uh now like now I just like have it in my garage. Right now I'm in my garage right now. It's a little bit a little, things things have been upgraded, you know, since then I've had some success and Been fortunate enough to be able to like reinvest into the business and stuff like that. So it's a little, it looks a little bit more like intentional and professional, but I mean, I'm still also like right now I'm looking at my laptop and my mic and my keyboard. And then I'm also looking at a box of diapers and a stroller and uh some some books and you know what I mean? Like I'm I'm like <laughs> this is just like uh, it's just really
0: in my garage. So I think that'd be surprising for a lot of people. I love that you shared that. I feel like that makes that's the human side of you that people really need to get to know. And I feel like with artists, especially mainstream artists you sometimes see the behind the scenes of what they're going through and it's very extravagant and there's a lot of things that they're doing to record. But it doesn't mean the music is going to be a hit. And I feel like if you can find whatever track that works for you or you have the right person to help you with your lyrics, Mm -hmm. if for people who need help with ghostwriting and for the ones who Mm -hmm. are just kind of spitting and doing whatever that works for you and you have a flow that people connect to, they don't really care. As long as you have a fan base that supports who you are as a person, because as an actual consumer of music, I'm normally buying the experience and normally because mm-hmm. of the person, it's not about the whole setup of what it took to get there. And so I feel like that's a great quality you have in your music that people connect to you, not even knowing the whole process of what it took to record it.
1: Thank you, man, I appreciate that. I, and, and yeah, I, I, I agree. It's, um, I spent a long time at the beginning thinking that um better gear better setup or those things would like solve like like they would solve like the problem of like I didn't have enough I didn't have fans you know and I was like oh I just need better gear I need to maybe I just need to go to like a real studio and like you know and and um I you know here I am you know years later and and it's just not true like you can Um, I just needed to get better at there's, you know, there's some hard skills that you just need to get better at in terms of like the recording and producing, mixing, mastering process, just to make better songs and songwriting and stuff like that. And then there's this like really like, there's like the soft skills, like the human connection element and how to communicate um, to your fans and how to, how to, how to make a person a fan, you know, like what value are you going to provide them, what experience are you going to help them through? Um, you know, how are you going to connect with someone and and make something that's meaningful to them um and create moments for people and you know. So, and and really none of that is really dependent on gear or a setup. Although those things, you know, they they help. They definitely help. I'm I'm happy to have you know what I have now and Uh, you know, excited for maybe the future when I'll have more nicer stuff or more stuff, more, you know, fancier stuff or whatever.
0: For sure. And I feel like that's going to happen in time. And I'm telling you, I would not have never known if you hadn't told me that, like everything sounds crisp and clear to me. So I was like, as an artist, you know, I know that's something that you probably have, you know, subconscious about Of Like, I want to make sure I'm producing something and releasing things that people connect with, but I, I wouldn't have never known. Yeah. At all.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, hey, that's, 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 that's good to know, I guess. Yeah. That's, uh, cause yeah, I mean, you're always, I guess when you make it, yeah, you always feel self conscious about it. It's hard for me even now. I go back and listen to my old songs and I'm just like, ah, oh, man, like, ah. Uh.
0: I don't sound professional. Well, <laughs> well, you're good. I can listen to them myself. So you don't have to ever listen again. <laughs> sure. But I do have a fun question. So speaking of, I'm going to go into the diapers yeah. and stroller because it goes into my next question. So when we uh-huh. think of balance, how do you manage being a family man and also still being a musician following your dreams? Um, uh, bet-
1: Better now than I used to, I, I but... uh. I don't know. It's every 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 day. It's a journey. Things are just changing so often, and and that um, it's hard to say. I have like a specific formula. I when I was when I started music, I didn't have a family. I didn't. I I hadn't even met Megan yet, and I didn't have any kids. Um, so I think at that point, the way that I approached music was like different, and then when I met Megan and she already had two kids um, you know we've had two since then so we have four now but um, I kind of immediately was you know thrust into the role of like a stepfather and I um, I wasn't sure if I was gonna do music um, just because my whole approach to it up to that point had been something more like what a lot of people think of and they're like oh man I'm gonna like make some of these songs or whatever and nick a mixtape and hopefully I'll get noticed. Like hopefully, you know, uh, you know, Warner Records will like hear my stuff and want to sign me or, you know, like my favorite artist, J. Cole will like hear my song and be like, yo, man, like come on tour with me, something like that. You know, music is my life and then I'm on. Like I think that I probably had some something more similar to that sort of vision, uh, you know, five, six years ago. But then I, you know, I a family, and I that was that that became the number one focus for me. So I didn't even know if music was going to fit into my life at all. And then, um, but I kept writing, and it, you know, it just it it was something that I couldn't it could it wouldn't leave my system, if you will. So I had to do something with it. And Megan was really supportive of that. And um, so yeah, I started really going for it in twenty twenty and in a completely different way. Um the question, the theme of the question was balance. I, I think having Megan in my life has brought an unbelievable amount of balance um to my life and 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 music is just one part of my life and family is just one part of my life and my, my own self growth is just one part of my life. But um I think I see, I think I'm able to see things with a a wider perspective than I was when I was younger. And so, um, in that way, I I tend to be a little less, like, obsessive and, like, hyper-focused on, like, one thing than I was when I was, like, 24 or 25. Um, And so, and I think that, that because of that, it's allowed me to be a little bit more consistent with, like, just like improving steadily at things and not trying to have everything happen at once. Cause I think that's a lot of times where that like that like desire for like that hyper focus comes from. You just want it all to happen now. But when you, you can be patient and be like, hey, you know, like there's some times where I'm just like midway through a song and then I just look at the time and I'm like, hey, like this is the time that I said I'd be done with work. I you know, I gotta be upstairs. Like, um you know like Megan's been watching the kids for like you know 3 4 hours straight or whatever and uh, you know it's like i got to i got to you know i got to i got to be a dad too and a partner and you know and,
0: uh,
1: a person of integrity you know so it's like but those things those are the type of things i wouldn't have i wouldn't have made those sacrifices like 5 or 6 years ago I've just been like no i got to focus this is like everything this is the only thing that matters um but i guess yeah I don't know just getting older you see people that when when they're hyper focused like that sometimes they'll you know get a lot of success and they'll get a lot of success even early on in life but um anything that you're not investing in is going to come back to like haunt you and if you aren't also making sure that you're taking the time to build relationships then you'll probably be a very lonely person as you get older if you're not investing in time to, um, you know, grow yourself out and experience life outside of like, this thing that you do, whether it's music or whatever, your job, um, then you're going to find that there's not much there that's left for you. You didn't, you never, you never invested in it. And I don't want to, you know, I don't want that for myself. Um, As I get older, you know, I want to, I want to have good relationships with my family, with Megan, with my friends, I want to be developing and growing as a person um, if I do music for the
0: rest of my life or if I stop doing music tomorrow, you know. I love that answer. And it kind of goes back to existing versus living. And I feel a lot of people mm-hmm. exist in the world and they haven't fully lived because of many different reasons. I mean, as you mentioned in 2020, I think it was really hard for a lot of people, but in 2019, the beginning of the pandemic, You know, it shifted a lot of people's, you know, thoughts and their belief systems because of the tragedy and the global, you know, pandemic and how it affected all of us in a different, you know, perspective. But I did want to do something that I told you I was going to surprise you with something today.
1: (laughs) Okay. Okay. So,
0: (laughs) and it's not a wrap, so don't don't look for that. But,
1: uh, (laughs) but please just tell me I want a million dollars. Well, you know, I'll
0: talk to Manifesting it. it. Okay, there we go. (laughs) (laughs) So I actually wanted to dedicate this episode to Megan. Oh, man. Hey, I like that. Yes. I I wanted to do that. You should say that this is my idea. Okay, absolutely. So actually, when Megan, when you hear this, this is something we discussed together. And Mm -hmm. we actually decided this was Mm going to be a dedication there we go. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's dope, man. Thank you. Absolutely. I mean, because if it wasn't for Megan, I mean, you and I wouldn't even have this conversation and I think that just shows how amazing of a partner she is and how supportive she is in your career and really wanting to continue to see you grow and expand your horizons. And I think that that's a great quality to have in a human being, but especially someone that you love and you built a relationship with. So for sure, I, yeah,
1: I mean at this point I, I really see it as our career. Um I do get to be the person who whose face appears on the the pictures or whatever and I get to be the person whose name appears on like the song, but um, you know, Varum is is the product of both of us. Um, you know, the I'm I'm Henry, she's Megan, we put in work together, it creates Varum and uh and there's no um the songs, the the songs and moments, and, and content and messages and emails, I mean, the stuff that reaches people. Um, there's no way that any of it reaches people without our combined effort. Um, so that and that's, and that's been that's been a, that's been a great experience too. Just having someone
0: who uh, who you know I can do life with, and we can work on our goals together. And Megan, I want you to hear this. I did not tell him to say that. So that was all him on that. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's great. I feel like that's an important quality to have in a career. Like you said, you need to have a helpmate and someone who supports you and also supports where y'all are going as a mm-hmm. couple and as a unit in this industry. Because you need to have people you trust who are supporting you and not just anyone who wants to sign you because I can't tell you how many artists have signed some really bad contracts or have people taking advantage on the back end. Yeah, yeah, definitely. For sure. So my next question for you is now is the title. So if you could give your younger self one piece of advice, what would you say to your young self?
1: Man, um go to therapy <laughs> and uh and exercise patience. Um yeah, that I mean, those probably probably those two things um I, I i definitely um i definitely had to deal with a lot of things like later in my late 20s and you know even now in my 30s um that i didn't deal with when i was like in my early 20s or as a teenager and stuff um cuz i was such so in just like survival mode um but, um, but it, I mean, you know, this, the, I mean, going to therapy, I, I feel like that, and I, and that's, you know, something I did during like the pandemic, um, I started doing during the pandemic and that just, that just changed my life. Definitely. Um, and patience, I would say, I, I always, um, would compare myself to people and, oh, man, they're doing this and this at this age. And, you know, and like, I need to be, you know, I need to be on like that. I need to be doing all that. and and. Um, sometimes that that just like that desire really pushed me to um make a lot of decisions that were not the best for like my long-term future and long-term success and so um you know I've sl- slowed down so I could speed up now as I as I get a little bit older um and it's helped me a lot and I look at a lot of people that you know I'm like I'm peers with or colleagues with or work with or whatever other musicians and artists and i can see some of them you know going through periods that uh, of their life like that it's it's very familiar and i sometimes want, you know i have a lot of empathy for it I, I want to reach out and be like hey no no let me do you know but yeah, i also you know you don't want to be the preachy old old person you know people got to experience things on their own but um and learn their own lessons and whatever they're going to take from it but yeah patience patience helps me a lot
0: in therapy. I like that. And I can tell that you've gone through therapy because of the way that you're able to respond to situations, the way you're finding the different sides to yourself and your experiences through music and through life. I mean, you can tell when someone has done the work. Let's put it that way. Who's done the work in therapy because, you know, you can attend therapy for years and never gain insight if you're not willing to reach a certain stage and change in, in that process. Um, but I, I, I love that. I think that's yeah, great. That's true. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Oh, that. no problem. So the next question I have for you is growth pain. So do you mind sharing with the listeners? How did you survive through the mental warfare that many of us have struggled through with COVID-19? And did you have anyone in your life that you lost through through the pandemic? Or maybe who was going through challenges through the pandemic that you don't mind sharing with us.
1: Huh. That's an interesting question. Um well definitely um having Megan in my life is like, you know, just a huge I don't know, it's just a huge reason why I've sorry, why I've gotten through anything um that's been been challenging in the last five years and uh and and the pandemic is is no exception to that. Um, I, I I don't imagine that it would have been as much of uh, a period of like growth and development and stuff and even like the launching of like my career um, uh, if it wasn't for her. Um, but at the same time, you know, just being in that relationship presented a lot of challenges. Like I mean, like I said, I started therapy um, during the pandemic and I mean, just being like I mean, we were just, like, basically locked in the house, like, every day, Um, and we, you know, we have young children, too, so, I mean, when when the pandemic started, we had just, uh, our son, Cole, was born a few days before they shut down everything, so we were being super, trying to move super cautious, um, because we didn't, you know, it's like, we didn't know anything about like COVID and the risk or anything like that. We're just like, Hey, we got young kids. Like we're trying to just move super cautious. I mean, we're basically just like stuck in the house every day. And that, you know, that's all you see is that other person. And, and, um, things can get pretty tense, you know? (laughs) Um, so that was, that was difficult. I think, um, I don't, I, I didn't, I haven't lost anyone to COVID. Um, thankfully, um, not like anyone close to me to COVID, but um, my relationships have definitely like I don't I don't know if I would say suffered, but the they've changed a lot. I used to go see my family like pretty often, um, and I don't I mean I I just I, I haven't done that. Um, I mean just a handful of times since the pandemic. Um, in that first year year or so, I mean I didn't see. Anyone outside of just like the people who lived in my household and like the mail the you know the, the the mail delivery person and stuff, you know what I mean, like just essential workers and stuff like that so um that know yeah, you spend a lot of time having to deal with the person in the mirror, and I think that that's kind of like a difficult thing for a lot of people um certainly was a difficult thing for me um less difficult now, but um yeah there are just a lot of a lot of days that that i felt like were some of my worst days in there during that time but um i'm thankful to have gotten through that era and be able to like grow from it in the way that um that i feel like i've grown from it and um I guess I'm excited for whatever is the next thing, you know, that that am going to need to grow from, theoretically, although I don't I don't think I'll probably enjoy it much. Never really fun in the moment.
0: But I, I really respect that about you sharing your experience doing COVID because, like I said, there are a lot of people who were stuck in the house and couldn't leave, and they, it, relationships fell apart, or you found out how strong your relationship could be doing this, the midst of a storm that's how I like to look at it yeah 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 definitely I I very very much
1: resonate with that I don't think that I would have um the perspective or the faith in like uh like me and Megan like our relationship I don't think that I would have the perspective or the faith in the relationship that I do have now had we not gone through that period of time
0: and I'm very glad to hear that no one you knew passed away or anything happened during that period. Um, I had a few people I knew who passed away from COVID. and um, oh, Man, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry for your loss. I appreciate that. Yeah, it was actually one classmate who died. I had a coworker that passed. And then I had some people who got sick, but they survived it. I had a cousin who got really sick, mm-hmm. um, but he ended up surviving, thank God. Um, but it's it's one of those things where you just never know, like, until it your doorstep and those experiences, and then you're like, wow, you just never yeah. know what's going on. And I got really sick myself and thought I had COVID, and I was just so grateful I did not. Um, but with my pre-existing condition, I was like, this is really scary. And I worked. I was considered, quote, unquote, an essential worker because as a counselor, we still had to come in every single day. And so I just remember working in a hospital yeah. setting and working in residential settings, and still being, you know, around so many people who were sick, and just reminding. Yeah, um, I mean that's so it's just it so was. scary. But it's I so do want to. I mean, I was I was
1: afraid to like walk by people on the sidewalk um, mm-hmm. at that time. And it's like I couldn't. Yeah, that's that's. Um, yeah, really grateful for your contribution. Though I mean, it's like it's valuable work. Um, I don't I mean, I you know, I would be presented with such like an ethical dilemma if I was like in that in that line of work, um, but also had like my like family and stuff like that. I, I don't know what I would have done um, given that.
0: Yeah, I, it's, I'll tell you one thing. It was one of those moments where if you didn't have faith or belief system in something you, you found it then for a lot of individuals. And so for me, I have a strong belief system, and I just knew that I could survive and work through this the best I knew how. And if I didn't survive physically, it didn't mean that I didn't give all of myself to someone who needed it. So I looked at it as this is what I signed up for. very similar to people like police officers or firefighters. I know we all have different jobs that we do, but when you sign up for a specific job, you know that you're going to be faced with a lot of challenges, and we just have to just make the most of it. Yeah. True. True. Very true. So this is the fun question. i, I we're going to my favorite zone disconnect. So this is <laughs> okay, the fun one. <laughs> so what is one hobby or essential item that you have in order to kind of disconnect and find happiness when you're kind of going through challenges? What's something that you have that's essential to help you disconnect?
1: Hmm. It's interesting. Um, I'm not really that much of a hobby person Um, I've all (laughs) I've I've generally either been super hyper focused on the thing that I am like trying to like do Um, you know when I was younger it was it was track it was sports any free time I had I would just be you know like training or think or visualizing or like looking up some information on like different like things I could like apply to like my training regimen or something like that um and then then it started to be music at a certain point it was like that with music um I'm a parent now so I kind of lost all my free time <laughs> once that happened um because in addition to being a parent I'm also trying to like get the music thing going and, and you know there's like you could theoretically spend all your time doing it you know i always have work waiting for me um i always have work i could be doing so um I, the funny thing during the pandemic really got the music thing going and I, I i at some point you know i was like doing the like you know i was like making a lot of progress on like TikTok and um and and megan was as well she had started her own like cooking page and she was like you know we we're like we we're having like our first taste of like some viral videos and stuff and we we're like okay there's like something here and i mean i was making like tiktoks like every day and at some point i, I feel like it had to have been like a couple months like two or three months and then megan was just like like when's the last time we took a day off and i was just like what i don't know you know just like we hadn't taken a day off like you know we hadn't taken a day off at work and so um she uh she came up with the idea that we take a day off once every two weeks we take a day off every other saturday and we aren't you know we're not allowed to do any work on that day and uh and that's been really good but i i will tell you this when we first started it i didn't know what to do i was just sitting there like kind of just like my hands folded over each other like what do i what do i do if i'm not like working like i mean i mean like yeah i mean obviously like i'm there hanging out the family and the kids and stuff but you know sometimes the kids will like go take a nap or i'll have like a little bit of time i'll be like i got like five or ten minutes like Normally, I'd be like, you know, let me at least like pull up GarageBand real quick, see if I can cook up a quick little loop. Maybe it'll turn into a beat or maybe I'll go listen to a song and write some lyrics or maybe I'll just like look at my videos and do some comments or, um, you know, reply to some DMs or something like that. And so it's like... I don't know i guess I, I i never really was that good at the hobby thing i started trying to play chess again i used to like doing that when i was a kid um but then i started getting obsessive over it and i started being like how can i be you know get like really uh one day i'll be a grandmaster and then i was like nope see this is i'm doing the thing i keep everything i do i'd be trying to like how can i like if i like figure out the strategy and like figure out a way to devote more like time to and then and so then I just try to keep those things kinda <laughs> to a minimum. I don't know. I feel that as far as hobbies I just uh I hang out with I hang out with Megan. I hang out with my family. I do music and that I mean I'll I'll watch the um I like watching YouTube videos on like stuff that's interesting, I guess. Information stuff. Uh, I don't know. Stuff that like is thought provoking or whatever. Um, I guess that's probably my my hobby. Other than that, I just hobby of eating crappy food and like junk food and stuff and sweets and I don't know. Well, we'll drinking wish. whiskey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <It's my hobby. laughs>
0: I'm a simple person. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't be doing too much. <laughs> but you know, one thing I think you'd be really good at. Huh. I think you'd be a great motivational speaker, to be honest.
1: Yeah, I thought about that when I was younger. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, before I was doing music. Now that I do music, I kind of just, um, I see it as like, the I see it as the platform to be able to um, to speak whatever into people, motivation, inspiration, confidence. Um, to speak like pain and acceptance, you know, I mean, sometimes you need to experience those things too and grief. So
0: um, I guess in in a way I kind of feel like I am. Absolutely. I have a really fun idea. I'm going to talk to you privately about it for sure that (laughs) I think will be really good. I think you'll be able to like reach people in a different way that you never even thought you could. And I feel like it. it, it, I'm excited for that. Yeah. I I thought of a really cool idea and I was like, you know what? I'm going to find some time to sit down and talk to you about it. And it'd be something you can continue to work through. And I think it can include Megan as well. And I think people are going to connect in a different way with with both of you guys. For sure. Okay. Yeah. 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 Let's talk about it after the, um, after the thing. Okay. Sure. Absolutely. So we're almost done. I got a few more questions for you. So For the year 2023, if you had one word to describe the year 2023, what word would you choose? Uh,
1: Oh, man, there's some good questions. I feel like everything feels so, like, played when I think of it. Progress. (laughs) It it feels too cliche. I, I, I feel like I need a better word than that. Something like a $5 word, you know? improvement no that's really just progress That's yeah progress progress man progress i
0: don't know i like yeah. that one for yeah. me i always look at the year 2023 thus for as enrich enrichment is what i like to use oh i like that so uh, see man see no see now
1: I'm, I'm realizing that was kind of a setup because you had a good word already okay well i'll come with another one Resil- resiliency you, <laughs> Man, you're nice
0: with it, huh?
1: It's off the dome. You really coming up with these words like that.
0: I, told, well, well, I mean, I'm a counselor. If I can't come up with words, I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we definitely need to get you in the studio. Uh-oh.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you coming up with all the words. But when you think about it, it has been enriching for me. I'll just say for myself because I've met so many amazing individuals already this year. And you being included, like someone who I didn't know anything about and just learning more about your story and how you've been able to fight through. And I was homeless at one point as well. So just not having a place to be Mm -hmm. dealing with abuse from a young age and experiences that most people shouldn't deal with, but it helped me to grow into who I am now. So I do live each moment being happy and grateful I'm alive and that I can help put a smile on someone's face and, and be real and blunt and tell people, Hey, this is how it is. I'm, I don't BS. I'm a very straightforward person. Hey, this is yeah. And so people sometimes awesome. like my counseling awesome. style, but I'm, I tell people i first time I meet you, this is how it is. This is how I talk. This is what we're doing. And I want to support you and I don't mind us connecting in that way. But as far as me changing, you know, the things I know and the way I relay that, I feel like that would be changing part of me and so i'm very direct of hey I'm, i don't have time or money to waste i know you don't yeah. as well so let's figure it out and let's work together on, on this process and i feel like it's similar to your music like you know time is money and when you're in that studio you want to like you say come up with some great beats mm-hmm. great songs get it mastered out there because guess what there's always a new artist out there who's ready to take someone else's spot and so if this is really what you want
1: and and more and more than that man and more than that like honestly sorry to interrupt you but cuz I, I actually i think this is really valuable to say when i st- when I, I when i i guess really started grinding hard for this i would very much be thinking about that like there's always somebody else out there grinding you know it's like i need to be able cuz somebody else will replace you but um i've moved away from that thinking cuz nobody else can replace me but what can happen is that the things that only I can think of and the things that only I can express and the messages that only I can deliver um, that will reach somebody and, and, and create a genuine, meaningful, impactful moment for them. If I choose to not do that for whatever reason, I was afraid to or I felt wor- or insecure about it or I was just feeling kind of like a little bit you know not feeling it that day or tired or whatever and every time that i don't do that you know that's an opportunity missed to um to add value to the world around me and every time you miss an opportunity to add value to the world around you 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 participate in the reason why you know your problems exist the way they exist so i think about that that's a very motivating thing for me to like try to um, stay disciplined and stay consistent and keep working, keep working at it, keep making things better and keep making things and and putting them out into the world, saying the things that are on my mind and, and, um, and I guess, you know, conveying like experiences I've had.
0: I appreciate you Shannon. I'm so glad you cut me off in saying that because I think You know, sometimes when I'm thinking, I'm like, hey, this is where some people's minds are going. And I'm so glad that you uh, were able to say that because I think it's important for artists to remember being authentic, being yourself. And you are who you are and you can trademark that part of yourself to the world where people can connect to that because every artist has their own dreams and aspirations. But there's no duplicate of an artist you're going to find no matter how much you try to emulate what you hear that Mm -hmm. person doing yeah 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 i love that so the last two questions i have for you the first one is how can our listeners find you online and the second part of that question do you mind letting us know what's next for you so that way we can support you in your next endeavors
1: um yeah you can find me online on instagram facebook although i don't post a lot on facebook But uh, Instagram, TikTok, I'm Verum underscore music on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Verum underscore music, V-E-R-U-M underscore M-U-S-I-C. I I hope I spelled that right. Um, And, yeah, uh, I'm on YouTube. Verum official on there. And I'm on Spotify, Verum, V-E-R-U-M, and, you know, all the other streaming platforms, Apple Music, uh, Pandora, Amazon, wherever you listen to music. I'm on there. and that's you know if you go um, you know you like my content or listen to my songs that's that's awesome every time you know someone goes and streams a song that that's you know that helps me that helps you know pay my bills and feed my family. Um, we got some uh now that you know Megan's really um at just recently you know she has been just a really even more active, like partner in the VAM stuff. And so we got a lot more stuff on the way that we weren't able to do before when um, it was kind of more just my work. Um, So we got some like merch that's gonna be on the way, you know, shirts and coffee mugs and I don't know, we'll have other stuff too, so. Yeah, but, you know, I'll be definitely announcing that stuff as it rolls out and trying to get some content and stuff so that people can uh, know about it. And, yeah, that'll be another way that people can do the support. Um, if you want to just send – some people just send me money. <laughs> I'm just uh, I'm just Vera on Cash App, so it's, like, the same thing. But you can find all this stuff. Like, if you follow me on social media, you can find all this stuff from,
0: like, the link in my bio. Varim, I've just enjoyed this conversation. I feel like you have done so many amazing things already, not only just in your career, but what you are presenting to the world as a family man, as a, you know, stand up guy who's wanting to create a change in this world. And I feel like you're you're able to do that with the following you have, with the support you have. And you just never know how many people who are looking up to you that are going to be able to be touched by what you said and what
1: Thank you, man. I, I I appreciate that, and same to you because um I just you know reaching out and contacted me. I mean, this whole this experience has been great so far. Just uh just meeting you and then getting to do this, but um I definitely I see a lot of um, values that I that I really respect and admire, and and I think um, make the world a better place in you, and and so I like. I like coming into contact with people like that. It it inspires something
0: within me as
1: well. So I appreciate that.
0: Well, anytime. And let's remember, you guys, embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. Well, I'm just so glad that you, first of all, gave us this time. I know you have a busy rest of the week, things going on for you, but I'm here to support you if you need anything. And when the merch comes out, please let me know so I can definitely be one of the people to support and help the best I can
1: hey there we go all right man yeah for sure thank you
0: all right no problem well i'll talk with you soon and tell megan i said hello all right i will thank you all right bye all right bye
1: bye. No. Yeah.